welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? Back at it. Back at it with a strict Q&A episode. Uh, we told y'all we were going to be here, and here we are. Gentlemen, the bread and butter. It bread is. and butter. How about that game? for the people. How about that Thursday game? I'd rather watch paint that? dry than watch that game again. A game that featured seven field goals as the only means of scoring. That game was miserable. Is is Russell Wilson bad? He's a two hundred and fifty million dollar turd if I've ever seen one. He's cooked. I just I don't understand. Dude, but between the penalties and just the lack of scoring that the Broncos are doing. They they got Russell Wilson, and they were a Super Bowl favorite coming into the season just because of the defense. For the last couple of years, it was just like, oh, if the Broncos just get a quarterback, they're going to be set. And they got Russell Wilson, and they can't score a touchdown. The man's throwing. He hasn't learned his lesson either. How about a fourth and one on the six, <laughs> and he throws it. What you lost the biggest one of the biggest games of your life on that? That I I don't want to say that I called it because I I didn't think he was going to be this bad. Nobody did, but whenever he came back from his uh, hand injury last year, he was bad. And I'm thinking to myself, if you know, let's just hope that it's lingering hand issues. But then I'm thinking to myself, there was no reason for him to come back. Like the Seahawks weren't in contention. Like there was no reason for him to come back early. So I was I was under the assumption that they were that he was fully healthy, and he came back and he was not good. Wasn't good, man. I, my only regret is I didn't trade Jerry Judy sooner. The hype on him in the preseason was real. Boys, what about that guy that uh that ran on the field for the uh did I did I already discuss this in the last one? I didn't, did I? No, the guy that ran on the field with the uh, smoke bomb and Bobby Wagner hit him with that truck stick, uh, filed a police report on Bobby Wagner. I saw. I saw. What are you doing? What are you doing, man? He's out there trying to get money. If that was the case, dude, there'd be people out there. Everybody would be jumping the stands, running at players. Exactly. That's a a guy with a rich father or money. (laughs) No kidding. What a joke. You're a clown. If you ever listen to this, yep. you're you're an absolute clown. Get out of here. <laughs> Unfollow us, please. <laughs> um, all right, boys. If y'all don't mind, we're gonna get right into it. Try to squeeze as much as we can into 45 minutes. Um, by the way, you know we're we we say all the time we're a podcast for the people. We do this because we like talking fantasy and we like helping people. It's fun to us to help people. We've gotten really good uh, kind of reception. From doing these kind of episodes, so please keep it coming. Absolutely. Long-legged boy says twelve-team superflex PPR. Wayne, a twenty-twenty-three mid-first for Ceh. He's competing. Yeah, mm. I think I would. I think I would. I, I think I would. In a superflex with all the quarterbacks coming out next year. I'm leaning towards yes there because I think you can get a nice uh, starter week one in the quarterback position, and then you either add depth to the most important position in a super flex, or you you give yourself the ability to trade who you're starting there for a better piece in CEH. 
So you, you, you did this last week to start the episode off. He's giving up his first to buy CEH. Oh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Um, I, I, you know? I just kind of answer it like I, I'm on the draft pick side. Even if you're competing now, CEH isn't a championship piece. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, this is one where I actually might consider that. Um, I kind of just want to pull up and see what he's done here recently because I think it's been pretty good. It is good, but he's so touchdown dependent right now, Gunny. I think like I mean, something like sixty percent of his points come from touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he had ninety-two yards on nineteen carries and a touchdown against Tampa Bay. That's that's pretty solid. What's kind of scares me though is his snap share isn't great. It's thirty-nine, forty-four, forty, and fifty-six percent. But, but coming into playoff like playoff season essentially week 15 16 and 17 i don't know if it gets any better it's houston seattle denver three three great matchups for running backs i would strongly strongly consider it i I think i might actually do it if uh if i if i feel very confident in my team if i'm a top four yeah i think so or even if you're you're right on the cusp if you're like a four slash five um i think it's a great piece you got matchup playability coming down the line. Um, yeah, I'm all in. We we aim to win championships around here, man. I like it. I, I'm I'm with Wayne. I'm I'm gonna say no on that one for me. I think he just gets the regression bug. I just hyper- I just think you can get better in a super flex mid first round than Ceh personally. I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Twelve team super flex PPR turkey on ride ninety four. He's got two trades. Let's talk about which one's better. He is competing. In the first trade, he's giving up Javante, Elijah Moore, a 23-1, and a 24-2 for Debo and A.J. Brown. I need to repeat it. Tell me. Or he's giving up Javante, a 23-1, and Elijah Moore for Debo, Hollywood, and a second. So the first trade... It, and it's a super flex P- PPR Javanta Elijah Moore 23-1 24-2 get Debo and AJ Brown second option Javanta 23-1 Elijah Moore get Debo Hollywood in a second I would do this I would do the first trade because I, I think Hollywood's value drops whenever D hop comes back I'm okay. with him. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, it's the the second round pick doesn't really bother me. The twenty four two. That could be that could be absolute hot garbage. Um, yeah, just just go with go with the guy who's got a better future, and I think AJ Brown, Debo have a better future than Hollywood does. Yeah, I'm, I'm with him. I thought we were gonna have a, a whole lot of fighting going on between us just starting off on opposite ends on the first question, but I'm, I'm with Wayne on this one for sure. Uh, get yourself two studs, man. Those are two, two young stud wide receivers. As I mentioned before, um, on our previous episode, if Debo gets enough play and enough carries, man, he could gain dual eligibility as well in the future, which is monstrously valuable. And Jalen hurts is throwing the ball over 30 times a game. 
So that's that just bodes well for AJ Brown in the future. The fact that he's doing it with his arm and his legs. Yeah, yeah. easy call for me. G- give me the Debo AJ Brown side, no question. Kyle Pitts MVP two says twelve team half point Ouch. PPR, half point PPR tight end premium. Yeah, right. Uh, and I'm assuming it's a super flex based on the question. So Wayne, we'll start with you. Josh Palmer in a second for Malik Willis. Tannehill is his QB2 right now. Malik the backup in Tennessee. Josh Palmer in a second for Malik. Why you think? I'm going to weigh in on it because I've got a pretty easy call here. I think it's a fairly even trade. I really do. But give me the Josh Palmer side. Uh, give me the talent. That's kind of where I'm at as well, surprisingly. Just use your first-round pick next year to snag a quarterback. Kind of where I'm at. Because Josh Palmer has a good upside. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Josh Palmer side as well. Um, Ryan Tannehill's still going to be tied to the team through 2023. I think Malik Willis is still going to be a project quarterback as well. So, yeah, give me the upside of Josh Palmer. Keenan Allen, uh, he might have this just nagging hamstring injury all season. So you might see a lot of Josh Palmer this year, and I think it just only increases his value. Keenan Allen's 30 years old as well, so get this, get the young buck in there. Totally agree. Better at fantasy. This is a good one. 14-team super flex. Wayne, he's trading away Josh Allen. He's getting Joe Burrow. Drake London and Garrett Wilson. He's in a rebuild. Are you doing it? Yes. In a 14 team, yeah, those are two good receivers to get because obviously you're scratching for any sort of talent in a 14 team league. Um, Joe Burrow's good. He's young. He's going to be in the league just as long as Josh Allen is. And his point output is just going to be, you know, we'll say on average five to 10 points. Um, lower than Josh Allen per week. Um, what he's gaining, getting two immediate young starting receivers, is way more than what he'll lose going from Josh Allen to Joe Burrow in a fourteen-team league. Yeah, I think I think it's a snap call personally. Yeah, snap call as well, man. Fourteen-team, you're just spread so thin across all positions. So go ahead and Joe Burrow's not a bad quarterback to be getting back in that trade either. So mm-hmm. that, that's an easy one for me also. Totally agree, man. Snap call. FF Noob Noob. He's in a 12-team super flex. Noob tight Noob. Tight end premium. He lists his whole roster here, so if we need to get into it for the question, to give him the best answer, we can. He doesn't have his 23-1. Should he trade Alexander Madison and George Pickens to get Alvin Kamara? He's in second at 6-2. and two. They played... Your opponent, and you also play the league median. So he's 6-2. and two. Who are his mm-hmm. running backs? Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, Alexander Madison, Khalil Herbert, Elijah Mitchell, Kenneth Walker. Man. I don't love Alvin Kamara, but I don't love his running backs either. Uh-uh. 
I'm I'm taking a flyer on Kamara. He he says Pickens. Let me tell you is what wide receiver room. I think it's important. T. Higgins, Olave, Elijah Moore, Devonta Smith, Darnell Mooney, Jahan Dotson. I think he can. I think this is good value for him to get Alvin Kamara personally. I'm out. I don't like Kamara uh, at all. Honestly, he's seven point six points and six point three is what he's put up in PPR scoring formats in the two games that he has played. We're in week five. He might not play this week. He didn't play last week. And just looking at the schedule, I mean, he's got a couple decent matchups coming up. I I just really think, man, he's – we talked about this coming in. You have this current crop of running backs that are starting to age out by fantasy standpoint, Uh, you know, 27 years old and, and older. We've seen some guys that have been able to hang on and perform well, but the law of averages, someone's got to suck. Someone evens this stat out to where 27-year-olds and and later you know, don't play well. And unfortunately for me, Alvin Kamara is fitting that mold. I, I just don't like him for the season or at all. So I'd hang on to Pickens. I think the guy can be a superstar, um, and you can just gain better value out of him later. You're six and two right now, so you got things going right for you. Yeah, I think Alvin Kamara is just gonna infuriate you the rest of the year because you, you're gonna feel like he's the type, just because he's Alvin Kamara, you're gonna feel like he's the type of player that you just need to slot in your lineup and leave. Yeah, and I just feel like he's gonna just be underwhelming the entire season. I, I feel like it, it's a major upgrade in name, but not in talent. Yeah, the return on investment is I don't think is going to be there by any means. I, like Wayne said, it's the name, man. The name carries the weight. Can we reach a compromise here? This week, with, with Mark Ingram banged up, his only backup is Tony Jones. Can we see how he does this week before we ride him off totally? Can we tell Noob Noob to drag his feet until Tuesday? Or do you guys, are you guys a hard no no matter what? I'm out on him. I mean... Uh, I'm probably out on him regardless. The Seahawks have allowed the fourth most PPR fantasy points to running backs this season. And, I mean, you're just not going to catch that kind of opposition every week, really. You're basically saying, can can we gain a little bit more trust in him after he plays these turds this week? What if he doesn't? What if he puts up single digits? can, Can we trust him after he plays these turds this week with a bunch of injuries in the backfield as well? Well, Yeah, the perfect storm. For me, it's about his own injury. He's been hurt. Right outside of the game against, he was hurt for Tampa, right? Anyway, it doesn't really he matter. Was. Yes, Tampa. yes, he was. So he's he's been hurt. If he's healthy, I want to give him one more shot. I think this guy could really use some running back depth because I'm with Wayne, not a big fan of his running back room at all. Um, so that's that's two no's and and me uh, trying to push the trade till Tuesday before I make up my mind. Uh, that Stockles. Traylon Burks or Jerry Judy in a half-point PPR league? I'm going to let go uh, answer this one. The, the guy who's playing, Jerry Judy, you can't, you can't score fantasy points if you can't get on the field, man. The, the best availability, or the best ability begs, as you always say, availability. Got to be on the field, no matter Jerry how Judy bad is, Russ Wilson is. Jerry, Jerry Judy's out All of last year, almost. It was an injury. Yeah, but we're in the now. That was then. This is now, bro. Give me, the, give me the brighter future. That's the right answer. Oh, okay. 
Give Malik me the Wilson, Ryan Tannehill are, are the bright future to look forward to here. Okay, Russell Wilson setting the world on fire, baby. Yeah. If we had to go rest of season, I would put a doink on it that Russell Wilson outscores Ryan Tannehill. It's it. Wayne, are you taking that? That's to you. No, that's a rushing offense. I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah. Okay. In a dynasty, give me Traylon Burks. 100 times out of 100 right here. First-round draft pick, Goni. Those guys just hit. They Jared hit Judy door. was a first-round draft pick. Mm, was he? Uh, yeah, he was right behind CeeDee Lamb, was he not? Can you can you fact-check really quick? Yeah, absolutely. Fill the void of silence with uh, words while I do this. Why, did, why does he hate Traylon Burks so much, Wayne? I, I, have we heard like a because real good because he push? didn't come he didn't come straight into the league and set it on fire. That's why. Wow. That's why because he plays in a terrible offense. Yeah, dude, he was the number fifteen overall pick in the twenty eighteen draft. I stand corrected. Thanks, going. Similar draft capital, but I'm with Wayne. Give me the brighter future. Okay. Um, El Banderaz, twelve team half point PPR. A, Aaron Jones and Mike Evans, or B, Kamara and Deontay Johnson? Come on. Side A. Come on. Wayne, where are you going? Come, a? I'm not even answering that. Yeah, well, you have if, to. If you have Alvin Kamara, just get rid of him. Just get rid of him now for all you can. All right, so we're all, we're all side A. Uh, Brandon Darshall. He is in a half point PPR and he's rebuilding, but he is two and two, so he he might push for a win here. We got a big trade, so I'm going to go slow. Etienne, Devonta Smith, Allen Robinson, Trey Lance in a second for Waddle, Montgomery, and Khalil Herbert. What's the league format? Half point PPR, two running back, two receiver, two flex. How many teams? Twelve. Doesn't say. Let's assume twelve. Okay. Etn, Devonta, Allen Robinson, Trey Lance, and a twenty-three-two for Waddle, Montgomery, and Herbert. And this is super flex or no? Sorry, it is not. I I'm going with the first one. Whoever whoever's whoever's getting all the players that you listed first. If he's giving those up, don't do it. If he's getting them, do it. No. I'm on the complete oppo side. I'm I'm taking Waddle, Montgomery, whoever else you said. Khalil, that, Her- Khalil Herbert. Yeah, the list of players named on the first side are all either underperforming or just, I, I don't know, man. They, they just don't feel good to me. ETN, I think ETN has lost enormous value uh, coming into the season. He, he's not playing very well. He's almost a non-factor. He's a draft pick from the old regime that, Doug Peterson probably doesn't care about it all. Allen Robinson may never touch the football again just because Matt Stafford loves Cooper Cup and they eat breakfast together every morning. Uh, Trey, you were on record, Wayne, for hating Trey Lance, for absolutely hating Trey Lance. Uh, so it, it just surprises me like that you you took that side honestly. I'm not hating on it. I mean, you got your your you know, reasons and everything. It's just, I, I don't see a lot of upside on that side. Devonta Smith. I love Devonta Smith is the, the crown jewel. I think of that entire side, but I just like the other side better. To me, I think the important piece is that he's rebuilding 
Give me the youth. Give me ETN. Give me Devonta. Give me Trey Lance. Those are guys that can grow on my team. If they turn out to be nothing, Goni, that's okay. I'm rebuilding anyway. Those guys have upside, man, especially ETN. He's a buy-low guy for me. I know you're not a big fan. Uh, to me, that's a guy I'm trying to steal for a second-round pick in every dynasty league. We know Waddle's elite. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Montgomery is a depreciating asset. He's about to be on a second contract. That's when running backs usually tend to start to decline. And we know how I feel. You guys know how I feel about Khalil Herbert. I think he's a little overrated. Give give me the upside on 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 the players on a rebuilder. Yeah, I'm just out on Khalil Herbert and Demo. I'm not I'm not willing to give up that much for Jalen Waddle. Khalil Herbert finally got he had his awesome game and then he got he David Montgomery was out and he got put at the helm and was extremely underwhelming and you hate to see that. Uh he's he just he hit he strikes me as one of those guys that's just not in it for the long haul. Uh, David Montgomery has been such a high volume play. Uh, how much longer can he do it? You know, and then you think you keep saying ETN is uh, a draft pick from the old regime. Like when did James Robinson start playing for him? It's not like I it's mean, not like he was drafted yeah. this year under Doug Peterson. Everybody's from the old regime, dude. <laughs> Anybody that wasn't drafted or picked up in this offseason is from the old regime, including James Robinson. I don't think ETN has some weird stigma around uh Doug Peterson because you know Urban Meyer drafted him because Urban Meyer drafted uh well not I don't want to say a lot of those guys but I mean everybody from the year before and James Robinson was there the year before so that's that's just kind of a you you said that multiple times when talking about ETN and it just like so do you hate Robinson for the same reason no, because here's here's where I am with that, honestly. I'm kind of glad that you brought that up. Um, anyone with eyeballs, aside from Urban Meyer, could see that James Robinson was an absolute steal in the draft. He, I believe he was seventh-round draft capital or even undrafted. He was, undrafted. He was super late. Yeah, undrafted. Okay. And the man tore it up. He got 100% of everything. He got volume to death, and I believe he finished as the RB4. So, like I said, anyone with eyeballs could see that James Robinson could do it. So, Urban Meyer goes ahead and wants to be Mr. Big Brains and drop a first-round pick on Travis Etienne. James Robinson has proven it. James Robinson has proven that he can play in this league and be dominant. Travis Etienne has done nothing yet. That's that's my only thing with it is, like, uh, he, he's got the high draft capital and everything, but you don't fix what ain't broken. And James Robinson... He's proven uh, 99% of the people in the fantasy community wrong, um, us included, just coming back from this injury, the Achilles, and returning right to form. So that's that's just my thing. That's that's why I'm kind of a little down on ETN. James Robinson is just, he's back, baby, is what it is. And, and ETN hasn't done a thing. So I, I don't see any reason for it to move away from James Robinson. Goni, does it does it scare you that James Robinson's snap share has been decreasing? Nah. What what's no. the results been though? He went from forty nine to sixty three to fifty eight to forty seven. So Travis Etienne has played more snaps mm-hmm. in two games this year. 
That's fine, though. I, I would venture to say I would have to vet it more, but I know last week that's in games that they're losing. That's in games where ETN needs to be on the field, um, you know, third down, catching the ball out of the backfield, doing that kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, ETN could be in more negative game scripts, um, but the Jaguars look good. Trevor Lawrence had five turnovers last week. Uh, I mean, of course you're going to be losing. You're playing against the Eagles. So. In a rebuilder, though, you're going Waddle and Montgomery and Herbert. I think so. I think so. Okay. I, I like it, man. I, I think Montgomery and Herbert can be starters next year. Um, I think that Montgomery probably goes and finds a new home, and I think Herbert takes over as the lead dog in Chicago. Okay. I'm kind of planting my flag on that. I don't know if it's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen, but that's just what I'm I'm hopefully projecting. Wayne, any last comments before we move on? No, I I, I think it's it's too early to write Etienne off. I he's coming Brandon back from an injury to... too. You know, it's not like this man was drafted and he's just been sitting behind James Robinson and then he's still healthy and James Robinson got hurt and came back and overtook a healthy Etienne. Like Etienne's been overcoming injuries himself. I think it's just. Way too early to write off uh, the talent that he was in college. That's yeah, fair. This this is essentially his rookie year. Uh, Brandon Darshall, that is two for the player side, one for the Waddle side. MZKP54. Alec Pierce in a 24-second or Terry McLaurin? Half-point PPR. It's a super flex as well. So, Wayne, what do you, what say you? Dude, Pierce looked good, man. Looked real good. Hey, you, you asked me this. You asked me this uh, a couple days ago. Wednesday. Yeah, you yeah. asked me this a couple days ago, and I'm saying uh, Terry McScorin. Oh, my gosh. Give me Alec Pierce. Give me Alec Pierce. I, I, I loved what I saw out of him. I think he's right. I think he's 100% right, even with the uncertainty of Matt Ryan. He's, he's emerging as the much-needed wide receiver, too, for the Colts. He looked good. I mean, yeah. he wasn't – his catches were by no means gimmies. I mean, he looked good. He was making great catches out there. They were not – half over half of his catches, they definitely weren't routine. No. Matt Ryan looks like he's playing through uh, rigor mortis out there, and Alec Pierce looks great. I, Alec Pierce in a second easy for me. Um Purdue 2023, 12 team, PPR, 1 QB, Goni. He's rebuilding. Kelsey and Brandon Cooks. That's who he's giving up to get Hawkinson and Dylan. Is he getting enough? Do you like the trade? What was the format one more time? Sorry. 12 team, PPR, 1 QB. Okay. And it was Kelsey and Cooks for Hawkinson and Dylan. I don't think it's enough. Is that enough for you guys? What does it say the first part again for Hawkinson and Dylan? Kelsey, Kelsey and Cooks. Cooks. Brandon He's rebuilding. Brandon Cooks and Travis Kelsey. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it, the way AJ Dillon has looked the past couple days, I think this is clearly Aaron Jones's backfield right now. I'm with you, going maybe I might need a second, or I'm, I might need a I something need small. Yeah, like you need you need something. I, I just feel like it's not enough 
especially with the way Kelsey's performing still. Brandon Cooks, you know, is going to finish as a wide receiver too or die. Like, it's just what he does. Yeah. I, I, I'd want a little more personally. It's just me, though. Yeah, I think you can get more. Somebody's whoever's trying to trade with you, that's making that dude a contender, uh, getting uh, Kelsey and Brandon Cooks. Oh yeah, you definitely. can definitely you can definitely slide a pick in there for that dude because he obviously thinks that that's what he needs to to go and get a championship. So he shouldn't be worried about the picks. Totally agree. Try to slide. Try to get like a Brian Robinson kind of guy in there. Thoughts. Was that enough for you guys, Brian Robinson? The guy I... with two buttholes? Yes. Oh, no. Eh? Oh, no. And he's fine. He's healthy. It's okay. We can laugh. I don't I don't know if uh, the Brian Robinson owner is ready to part with him, though, just yet. Okay. If you're a Brian Robinson know. owner, you want to see what you got after sure. waiting. All right. I will fustigate you. 14-team. It's a half point PPR and a half points per first down. Goni, as mm. our half point per first down expert. Yeah. Mike Williams and Antonio Gibson, so he's giving up four Miles Sanders and a 23 1. Who? Say it again. 14 team, half point PPR. Half points per first down. Mike Williams and Antonio Gibson for Miles Sanders and a 23-1. Give me Miles Sanders in the 23-1. As as Mike Williams' owner, he is he's going to get you about three first downs a game. And they're going to be deep, deep bombs uh, for the most part. So he's either going to score or he's going to give you three or four points. It's infuriating. I was super high on him coming into the year. Gibson, I think, is a depreciating asset also, just based on getting vultured by Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson was looking to be the starting lead running back for the commanders coming into the year. Um, You know, then all that jazz happened, and now he's back. So I expect him to get eased back in. He's going to eat in. You don't know if Brian Robinson is going to be the goal line back. He might be. Give me Miles Sanders. Running backs get first downs. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's pretty valuable to have. Give me the, the running back getting the first downs, who's performing excellently, by the way. He's still young. And give me a, a first-round pick on top of it. Yeah, I'll take that. If you asked me this trade before the season started, I would have I'd have spit in your direction. I'd have spit down <laughs> at your shoes. Just absolutely just a real snotty loogie right down at your shoes for even asking me something so stupid. But here we are. Week five is one game in, and I'm snap calling the Miles Sanders side. Yeah. Things Easy. are ever-changing in fantasy football. Easy. We're taking it. Eat Schmidt. This guy's two and two. He needs a playoff push. Olave and Dobbs, so he's giving up, to get Eckler and Higby. Don't do it. No. Olave and Dobbs are going to output a lot of points, Bubba. Hold the door. Yeah. Hold the Hold door. I, I, I personally, we have Eck, we have Eckler in our reigning championship squad, and uh, I'm, I'm nervous for him, man. The usage, the snap share, the goal line work, it, it's all reduced since last year, man. So, 
Don't do it. Agreed. Agreed. Don't even think about it. Bad takes. 12-team PPR super flex. Wayne, you're on the clock. A 20-23 second for Kareem Hunt. He lists his running backs if you care no, to know. I don't I ain't worried about it. Kareem Hunt. 20-23 second for, for Kareem, Kareem Hunt? Hunt? Yeah, easy. Yeah. Easy. Smash. Snap call. Snap call on it. JMD, 47-25. Wayne, super flex question. Half point PPR. Davis Mills or Gerald Everett? It is tight end premium. That's important. How much of a premium? Doesn't say. Let's assume 1.25. Or I guess 0.25 or 0.5, however they say it. Call it a 0.5, Wayne. It's a 1.5 per reception. Give me Davis. Give me Davis also. Agreed. In a super flex. Uh, yeah. Give me Davis Mills. It, 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 it shores up, if anything, um, a, a depth piece that you'll have for years to come because Davis Mills is young. Uh, Gerald Everett is is getting pretty old, even by tight end standards. He's having a great year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I don't I don't know how long. He's also like very successful just because of the offense that he's in. Um, I just I would rather go with uh, a, sh- a surefire quarterback in a super flex that's going to be uh, in the league for a while um, instead of a decent tight end. Um, and I'm not even sure he's going to be that next year. Plus, I'm I'm looking at Davis Mills' schedule coming up, and it looks like the man literally every couple weeks. He's got two good weeks. He's got two bad weeks. He's got two good weeks. He's got two bad weeks. And that's just in terms of matchups. So, I mean, he's got Jacksonville this week, then he gets the bye. Then he's got two good matchups with Las Vegas and Tennessee, two bad matchups with Philly and the Giants, two good matchups with Washington and Miami, and it just flip-flops all the way for the entire rest of the season with two of those good matchups coming in the playoffs as well. So, super flex, yeah, take the quarterback. Okay, let's try to squeeze in three more. We got a big one here. I'm going to go slow. Shade, one, two, three, five, four. 12-team Superflex, he's rebuilding. Wayne, it's a, it's a lot, so I'm going to go slow. Tyreek, 23-2, Higby, Swift, and Derek Carr. That's what he's trading. Looks like this is a fire sale. He's getting Amon Ra, a 23-late one, Traylon Burks, Dalton Schultz, and Kenny Pickett. Do you need me to say the players again? No. Really, the way I look at this, it's Hill, Swift, Carr in a second, and Tyler Higby if you think he's got long-term value. I don't do it. Okay, why? Because Derek Carr, I mean, he's going to be good for years to come. I mean, you don't have to get rid of him yet. I mean, quarterbacks can play for – you know, mid mid to late thirties and still be valuable. D Swift, uh, top tier running back. Um, I love the running back position and Tyreek Hill. I feel like you're just kind of um, offing him uh, just for value. I mean, I like Amon Ra, Kenny Pickett. You know, we just saw him rush for two touchdowns through two picks though. 
Um, he's playing behind a terrible offensive line that's probably going to take a year or two to rebuild. So I don't know how much value you're going to see out of him. I think Derek Carr returns more value than Kenny Pickett, at least for the next two years. Um, yeah, ty- between Tyree Kill and DeAndre Swift, uh, it's it's going to be a lot more than um, – I think you're losing more than you're getting personally. Jordan. Yeah, I'm, I'm – I'm with Wayne on that. I'm going to keep what I have, but I would recommend breaking it up. Um, try and send out Tyreek Hill for Amon Ra and maybe something first. else if you can get it. Yeah, like just try and do something like that. I wouldn't send all those guys. Uh, Derek Carr's only 31 years old. That's nothing when it comes to quarterbacks. And then DeAndre Swift is one of the only like young stud crop players at the running back position you know so those those guys are kind of hard to come by man you only have a handful of those right now and a lot of the running back crop is aging out as we mentioned before getting to 26 27 so yeah i I would break it up i would break it up and try and go and get a couple Mm -hmm. of those players if you like them using tyree kill as a trade chip yep i i totally agree Toad zero zero eight four Goni, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it with you. Give CMC, get Hollywood, a mid first, and David Montgomery. Is he competing? Doesn't say. If you're if if you're competing, nah, nah, absolutely not. CMC is he hasn't had very many blow up games. I mean, he's scored 15 or more. I believe every single week, he just had a 25 pointer. Again, this is uh full point PPR scoring format. I'm talking, um, you want that guy and CMC's that guy. And really, if, if the Panthers continue to lose, Sam Darnold might be the better option for CMC. He was eaten with Sam Darnold in there. So say you get that halfway through the season when, you know, things are just going terrible for the Panthers, you might have a league winner on your hands with CMC. So you you want him. Not a lot of players can drop 15 and we say, dang, you suck this week. Right. Uh, and CMC has been that guy all year. I mean, everybody's That's like, CMC has been so garbage all year. That's the floor is 15. Yeah, uh, and, and Goni's exactly right. Uh, CMC set the world on fire with Sam Darnold. There is uh, – Baker Mayfield is playing so awful that literally anything uh, – Mark Sanchez could come out of retirement, and I would rather see him under center than Baker Mayfield right now. Uh, that's just anything. If you're a Carolina fan – You've got to be begging for Sam Darnold. And I didn't think anybody would ever beg for Sam Darnold. But after seeing Baker Mayfield after four weeks, he is awful. Yeah, I I agree. If you're contending, there's no way I'm getting rid of CMC here. Uh, Last two questions. And this is one I really like, actually. Um, Fritzy Friday won. It's a one-quarterback league. It's 12-team. He has Deshaun. But he wants to know, is Russ worth – acquiring for for cheap right now you know it's we don't know what deshaun's gonna be when he comes back he feels like he can steal russ away do you guys make that play or not how cheap is real cheap let's say let's say in a one qb league i mean uh, late second third yes a hundred times over yes uh he's 
He's got a phenomenal schedule from weeks 13 to week 17, which is your home stretch leading right into the playoffs. You got Baltimore, Casey, Arizona, Rams, Casey again. You have to figure they're going to figure it out at, at some time, right? For a second round pick, yeah, I'll burn. I'll set that second round pick on fire for a set chance on at fire. blowing up. I hate so, I hate it when people come in here with twenty twenty four second, a second, a late second, a third. I don't care about those. Those are such no, dart man. throws. You guys got Almond Raw on a second. Let's that say this. Let's say this. What is your? Let's answer the question this way. And Wayne, I'll start with you. What is the most you would pay for Russ? Right now, in a dynasty, player or pick, I I wouldn't trade for him. Like there's nothing. Like there's there's no piece that I'd be willing to give up for him. Not even a second. Uh, yeah, I'd give up a second for for a paperclip and string <laughs> for a Capri Sun. Okay, so no player, but you would go with a second round pick. It's just that thus far, you could probably get by streaming in a redraft. Facts. You could get by streaming better quarterbacks than Russell Wilson on a week-to-week basis. Facts. And I feel like in a dynasty, there there's not any incentive to trade for him with anything valuable. Like, why would you go and get a more inferior quarterback to this point in fantasy? Like, uh, it's it, I would pay... A second rounder is the limit for me. He's not worth a first by any means in a dynasty. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Maybe you can package him, you know, to if you want a couple other players, you could have him as a throw in. Okay. Don't go. just stepped into the pulpit and preached. There it is. I, I grew there. I said, yeah, totally. Last one. We're going to call it a podcast. Busman 500. Wayne, Superflex, 12-team, PPR, tied in premium. It's important. Cousins and Njoku for Fryermuth and Judy. Cousins and Njoku for Fryermuth and Judy. I feel like this is a good trade. This is an even trade. Um, I, see, I wish they would include rosters here. Because like, if he's got another quarterback um, that's serviceable in a starting lineup, then I take it. But if he's if he's like struggling with that super flex position, then never give up a quarterback. So yeah, you're saying well what you're saying is if he doesn't have the depth, hold on to Cousins. Yeah, always, always. If you don't have the depth to put a quarterback into your super flex, uh, hold hold your quarterback. Let's say let's say he does have the depth, Goni. Is this good value for Cousins and Njoku? And a tight end premium, Fryermuth and Judy. Probably, yeah. I mean, Fryermuth is already looking really good in his second year, not having Ben Roethlisberger there. Very young. We just talked about Russell Wilson. You know, Jerry Judy's going to be playing on that same team against all those kind of cupcake <laughs> passing matchups. So, hope it comes around and and they get better. Yeah, I'd take it for the value, but I'm also with Wayne. Like it. I'd like to see the roster and uh, that second quarterback for a super flex is very important. Mm-hmm. All right. There you have it. Podcast for the people done. Q and a. Bada bing. Anything else? Any words? Any, any words of, cause this is going up what Saturday. 
Saturday. Put it up ASAP, yeah, ASAP. Saturday, Saturday, I'll, I'll post it in the AM. Um, answer your questions before this uh, this Sunday slate of games. There we yep. go. Good luck Thank to you, people. Gentlemen. Good luck this weekend. Yep, Mad Mob Q and A's, Q and A's for mm. the most valuable players. <laughs>